0: Good morning and welcome to the show. Today, we're not tackling a question, but rather, we're going to look at a proposition, and that is why Nigerian businesses should hire sales and customer service experts. So, the scenario, of course, relates to me, and uh, that's the tradition over here on the podcast whenever I come up with um, one of these rants. So, I had a failed transaction with a bank, which shall not be named, uh, Nigerian Bank, by the way. This is your first time i of listening to the podcast. My name is Tawishima i'm nigerian and the whole point of this podcast is to show how sales selling principles can be applied concretely to whatever business context or situation that you're dealing with at the moment especially for a nigerian audience since a lot of these things are made in the north american and in the western european context so this podcast is a nice and healthy way to show how these principles are universal and also apply to the Nigerian experience as well. And today's rant or today's scenario is going to be a case in point. So a failed transaction on the first of March with the Nigerian bank at the time we happen to be going through. (coughs) So excuse me, the cold is not over yet. So at the time, we happen to be going through the um, (coughs) the Naira redesign project um, let's see what else now we design project, uh, currency restrictions, uh, things of that nature. So cash was hard to find lots of people had to resort to transactions online. And for years, people had been talking about how the IT infrastructure of, um, not only Nigerian banks, but other institutions were not, um, up to scratch. That's if, uh, assuming that you had to stress test them, that they would, that they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't pass, let me just put it that way. And so this was a very, uh, basically this was just a um, shit show. Uh, forgive my swearing, um, to show how um, well, a lot needed to be done to improve our banking infrastructure, basically, where overnight if um, the central bank mopped up um, all of the money supply and then we had to cope with online transactions, um, this was, it was an interesting doomsday scenario, let me just put it that way. So... Where was i okay yes so lots of us were having failed transactions um left and right and uh so i had one on the first of march uh i tried logging it um phone calls not going through uh whatsapp inquiries not being responded to um emails not being responded to so i did what any other person my age would do because you know we like to take to twitter and rant so, I was really angry, I was going to go to Twitter, and I was going to rant about the uh, crappy service that I had received, and um, surprisingly, there were hundreds and hundreds of other people who were seemed to be um, going through the same sort of thing that I was. So, that kind of, um, it lessened my enthusiasm to join the rant. So, I just sent them a the customer service uh, team a message on Twitter, uh, giving the details, um, about the transaction and asking where else to seek redress since phone calls not going through, whatsapp messages not going through, emails not being responded to. And I sent the message and then that was it. That was on the 1st of March. Now eventually my um, my uh, what's it called what should I call it? my outreach? Okay anyway, so my message on Twitter was responded was acknowledged and responded to on the 3rd of April. The emails were not responded to, the WhatsApp messages um, were not responded to, but at least the Twitter team uh, got back to me on the 3rd of April. Remember, I, uh, I made this report on the 1st of March, so 3rd of April, a month, that's when they got back to me. And uh, well, they asked for the details and what happened? I can't remember if it had been reversed by then or if I was still pissed. but uh, basically I just um, ignored it. And then received, I received a customer service uh, request for rankings or ratings, a survey, you know those sorts of things, on the second of May. So let's go back to the timeline. It's March, April of May, one month apart. The problem happened on the first of March. They acknowledged me on the third of April, almost a month later. And then they want um, a customer service. Um, they want me to give them some stars uh, on the second of May. Now, what's wrong with this scenario? Well, obviously, there was a massive delay in um, acknowledging that things had gone wrong. Now, I know that this was a national problem, and so all banks were going through these um, sorts of issues. But still, I mean, this was really a massive delay. I mean, a delay of uh, two or three days would have been bad enough, but then a whole month. In fact, by the time I received the Twitter response, I had forgotten that I actually lodged uh the complaint on the 1st of march then apart from the massive delay there was no later contact to confirm if the problem had been resolved there was also no um, apologies because after all well at least in the nigerian context anyway when you hear customer service you know that that is the department that is responsible for calling people up to apologize for what it is that happened Um, At least in the Nigerian context, anyway. If you hear customer service, customer service equals apology. So, no apologies. and um, So, even though we have a bunch of negative experiences that have been left unresolved, for some reason, they are asking me for reviews after a bad business experience, after a bad brand experience. Now, what do we think the result of these sorts of things are in the Nigerian context? Now, I'm still with this bank. Because I think we have no real alternatives because over here, there's this perception that all banks pretty much are the same in Nigeria. Maybe the branding is different, but there's this thing that, well, all banks are the same. Okay, maybe Sterling Bank because Sterling isn't uh, Nigerian. It's a um, South African bank, South African international Yeah, okay, let's call it South African bank. So Sterling Bank is a South African bank. So, okay, well, yeah, they seem to be different. So all banks are the same um, difference with brand positioning. Uh, Older folks like my parents like banks of a certain generation. Younger people like banks of a certain generation. But they're pretty much all the same. So no difference. So I'm stuck with this bank because there's no real alternatives. I'm not going to move my deposits somewhere else. But there's something really interesting. I've noticed that the younger customer base um have no affinity for traditional banks, and i notice this because for the wedding photography side of the business because i still take wedding enquiries, i don't shoot the weddings myself anymore i have a team that handles that um these guys and girls are much um younger than i am than a twin uh yeah twins i think that's what they're called you know teenagers up until early uh 20s you yeah. know i don't think anybody's above 30. so let's just say they're all twins so I've noticed that these tweens all have um, really interesting bank accounts. You know, for when I have to make payments, there's Kuda Bank, there's Opay, and all these other things that uh, Nigerians call um, online banks. I haven't done any research into them, but I just know that there are banks that don't have uh, physical locations. Everything is done online. Supposedly, these banks are really good at processing payments. And when we were going through this uh uh, shit storm with the naira redesign. Uh, supposedly these banks are very, very, um, efficient with, uh, payments. And so the people who are customers there did not have these sorts of issues. that those of us who are with traditional banks, um, face, that's those of us that, you know, use banks that have buildings and have locations, you know, places that you can walk into and, uh, shout at someone if you have a problem. So, um, What was I? Oh yeah, so the younger customer base has an affinity for um, these sorts of banks, and I suspect that over time, the market share of the older banks that have buildings where people like me can go into, to shout out the customer service person, I'm assuming that they're going to lose um, market share as the demographic change in Nigeria um, goes on. Those of us who are much older, we will still remain with these banks, I think, because we like the security of knowing that my bank, my money is with this bank, and this bank has a building on this street that is open from 8 to 5, and I can go there anytime to talk to someone. I think we like the comfort of a physical location. But I suspect that uh, with the change in demographics, and if this kind of... um, uh, what will I say, customer service uh, culture uh, persists, people might actually prefer to opt for these online banks, especially if they seem to be um, secure and they're well-regulated. Anyway, so why hire a specialist? With all the things that we've spoken about so far, with the scenario and with the changing demographics over here in Nigeria, I think it might not be a bad idea. Not only if you run a a bank but no matter the business that you run i think it'd be a good idea to hire a sales and customer service expert because those customer retention is our thing you have customers you don't want the customers to leave and that is because oh one moment i have to cut off this fall okay all right now that's one of the disadvantages of recording podcasts uh, with your phone anyway where was i Okay, yes, so customer retention is our thing. So um, customers are customers are um, expensive to market to. And so when they uh, when you get a customer for your business, you want to make sure that they stay with you for a long time so you can maximize uh, lifetime customer value. So that's our job, making sure that people don't leave you and go to um these uh, uh to your competition now we um it's also a good idea to hire sales and customer service experts because we fix gaps in customer success and we fix the customer experience remember those of you who are old listeners of the show um new listeners welcome on board we have over 611 episodes so far all juicy interesting stuff so when you're done with this episode feel free to go back to older episodes um, so you can catch up on all the conversations that we've had over the course of the last uh, three years. Uh where was I? Oh, yeah. So we fixed gaps in customer service and customer experience. So customer success is the idea that if anybody does business with you, you want them to have achieved their brand promise. So in buying your product or your service, you want they want you would want them to feel that if you promised that they were going to get XYZ, that they did in fact achieve XYZ or more. So um what was i customer success. uh customer success and customer experience yeah so anyway so um that's our specialty we make sure that customers get exactly um what it is that they want because we own the relationship with the customer um okay take for instance the banking staff the tellers okay tell us have experience with the banks but just uh with the banking customers but that's just a limited uh, scope management okay they don't do any customer service facing thing at all maybe they interact with other um, stakeholders but people who work um with the uh, the customer service desk i mean they're the ones that have a much broader view of how it is that the bank relates to its customers and it's the same for um other business so customer service experts sales experts we the ones that have a wider picture of what the real relationship with the customer is. Well, okay, well, at least we see what the worst um, experiences are and we know the gaps that need to be plugged. Now, if you work on customer retention, that means clients are staying longer, spending more money with you, increased lifetime customer value. The business as a whole is going to have um, an enhanced performance because you're making more profits. If you fix the gaps in customer success and in the customer experience, Um, they stay longer they do more transactions you have enhanced performance so you're going to have better um, reports to give to your investors to your stakeholders to uh, your family members if you're a um, one-man show then enhanced performance means you have money for school fees for inverter batteries for holidays abroad or for sending money back to the village or whatever um so bottom line is By hiring sales and customer service experts, you're going to increase your uh, business fundamentals. The profit and loss, the red and the black, whatever it is that you want to call it, you increase the fundamentals. So sales and customer service experts, we are not a cost to the business, but we help to drive profits. And then, of course, we can also help you to appeal to new audiences because we're the ones on the streets, we're the ones with our ears to the ground, we're the ones with our ears to the customers. So we know changing trends, changing experiences, and uh, we're going to be able to advise you appropriately uh, when you start seeking out a new um, market. Now, is this a problem with Nigerian banks? The answer is no. If you've been listening, sorry, rather, is this a problem exclusively of Nigerian banks or the banking sector in Nigeria? The problem is no. This problem happens in every single country all over the world different industries different contexts so it's not just nigerian thing and it's not just a banking thing because i've had similar experiences with uh, my wife trying to buy um, groceries for instance from meat vendors online you know you face um, these sorts of um, issues um, acknowledging that there's a problem uh, notification about um, late deliveries uh, follow-ups where uh, stuff are missing or maybe damaged um, what else dispute resolution um, resolving issues where uh, the business says uh, they did thing one things one way and the customer thinks they did things another way so all these shortcomings are there whether we're dealing with banks or whether you're trying to buy uh, meat over the internet or you're trying to buy kids pajamas uh, with um, uh, from someone over on Instagram um, you name it it's um, it cuts across So that's the reason why you, dear listener, whether you own a bank, whether you sell meat over a website, whether you sell pajamas over uh, Instagram, or even if you're a wedding photographer, of course, I start off with, I always include wedding photographers because that was my um, early constituent. That's where I started my business journey. So no matter what it is you do, these are the reasons why you need to have a sales and customer service expert, okay, maybe not on speed dial, but you need to be able to reach out to one And these are the massive benefits that you're going to be able to get as a result. So that's it um, for today. I decided to make the rant uh, more positive since for my previous rants, I usually go down hard on whatever business it is that I am talking about. Okay, so yeah, we've gone over 15 minutes. So let me bring this to a close. So remember, you can subscribe for free because the majority of you are still listening to this show over on your web browser. Thirty percent of you are still listening over the web browser i find that really really surprising haven't you guys heard of mobile phones isn't it difficult to uh whip out the desktop or the laptop every single time you want to listen to the show so subscribe on your mobile app will make it a lot easier the show is sales for the nigerian business person podcast you can subscribe on spotify on google apple itunes Pocket Cast, anchor overcast or any podcast player of your choice remember to share with your friends Uh, family members associates and maybe even your enemies because your enemies also deserve a chance to improve their business so share if you like what you're hearing on the podcast and um yeah so that's it i'm your host tavishima and yes my name rhymes with hiroshima i'll see you guys at the next episode